2: So it is happening whether you understand
0: it and like it or not. The phenomenon is moving the digital world. You have now ideas. joined Jenny from the Blockchain and Michael Keane on the queen. NFT Catcher podcast.
1: What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher podcast with me Jenny from the Blockchain and my co-host Michael Keen. For today's interview we have Diamond Doll joining us. She is the ultimate web3 event thrower. Um, co-founder of NFT, CLT, Y3K, Quest, and House of Sex, Sacred Energy Exchange. And, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I would say one of my favorite people in Web3 to party with. So let that be known. Diamond Doll, welcome to the show. Wow, I'm so excited to be here and chat
3: with you. Thank you so much for having me today.
1: Yes, I'm pumped to have you on. Um, I feel like we've been to a lot of events together. I don't even feel like I remember all of them. And I don't even remember how we met, which is one of my questions I was going to ask you as well, to see if you remember, because I don't think I do. I'm like, which? Company? Shout out to Young Content. I don't know
3: exactly what event we met, but Young Content, Tony, you um, know, they were in the space way, way back. Oh, geez. And that's how I was put on to you. I'm not sure exactly where we met. Maybe it was Miami, maybe NFT NYC. But uh, actually, that was NFT NYC. I remember. Was it? Yes, it was like a rooftop out there like that. Oh, Second or that- third year.
1: Yes. Wait, who threw that? That was like. Gutter Cat? Oh, Gutter. Oh, Gutter- yeah. I think so. No, it was that was Gutter, Gutter
2: Cats. And the other one was uh, House. Uh, no, no, House uh, of
1: First. Right, never well, part of that.
2: Right, House of First, but it was the the company before that, the Royal Society of Players, wasn't yes, it? Yes, Royal Yeah, I was on that rooftop as well. So Andy and I were there. Andy's got pictures from it. That was epic. That was epic. Oh packed, man, that was a packed good one. like sardines, oh, right? Oh my like, god,
1: so packed. Yeah,
2: that was a lot of fun. Epic yeah. party.
1: Yeah, that was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shout out to Young Content. I do remember him being like, oh, you got to meet Diamond, like the person to know. And I think we just briefly talked, And then I think it was really at that Royal Society of Players House of First party um, at Bo Peep, which I think was in New York. Yeah, it was. It was that basement party (laughs) in New York where we really like got to talking more and stuff. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. Michael, did you go to that? one? Maybe Boop. not. I don't know if I did. I don't think I did. Okay. Maybe not. But Shout out to
3: House of First. You know, that's the community that mm-hmm. we're very deep with. Shout out to RSOP. Oh. Uh, one, of yep. my, one of my very first. Uh, you always I always
2: feel ready uh, to go. I
1: got the uh, <laughs> Remarkable Woman hoodie. Oh,
2: that's sick. Um, you know.
1: Shout out to Mr. Pink. He gave you, me, and my sister one at, at that party, at that event. And yeah, I still have mine. I remember that night. We did karaoke and everything. That was a long night for me.
2: Nobody gets more free night? swag. Nobody gets more free swag and NFTs than Jenny from the blockchain. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Woo! Nobody.
3: Oh, no. And I saw that sort of too, because I've been in the community.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we, I mean, you know, started talking here, but I do want to. Get into your Web3 journey, first and foremost, and then I have a bunch of questions for you. But yeah, how did you first get into Web3? How did you get into NFTs? Let's hear your story.
3: Okay, so Young Content, shout out Young Content, and Tony Bravado is how I really got into NFTs. I am an engineer by trade. I was already in um, global supply chain management, building computers, um, electronic components overseas and managing those relationships and really in the factories and, you know, being at the forefront of the negotiations of how things are built and uh, where they're going in terms of like consumer electronic lifecycle and such. And so I did that for Microsoft, Jewel, and then I met Tony and Young uh, right when things were booming and they had already released their project. They were already deep in some communities. And so that was the first time that to me, like I had an aha moment when they were talking about NFTs, like I already knew blockchain, having studied engineering in school, like I had blockchain events that I had hosted on the campus of um, USC, but it was never in this like application. And so it was like so clear that this was the future of how business and organizations were going to be run, like even if we're at the infant stages. And I really wanted to make sure that I was a part of that. So that's how I really got started. Um, I've been doing a lot of community building in the tech space in general, um, particularly with underrepresented folks in tech. So um, marginalized communities. I'm, I'm half Black myself. I ran National Society of Black Engineers at USC. Um, and they did a lot of ERG, employee resource group work at the companies I was with. And so I was like, OK, all of that can be applied to NFTs. What I've been doing in terms of community building and tech, I see a need and a gap for that in this world of Web3. And that's what we started was um, NFT Charlotte. So CLT stands for Charlotte. And um, also Creative Learning Technologies, because that's what we're really doing is we're using NFTs in the communities that have kind of developed around this technology as a learning tool to get people to that next phase and ready for the digital transformation that's occurring, that that's here.
1: Dang, I did not know that you were like, everything you were doing before Web3. So then how did you, I mean, I guess it was an easy transition because as you're saying, like, you're already in tech and, um, you know, ready community building. But how did you kind of like get your foot in the door with starting to throw your own events in Web3? Again, it was
3: just like a media. I went to Tony and Young and I was like, so why aren't you doing onboarding and education in your city? Like we are the meetup. So it started on that consulting, that strategic advising for two people. I saw their vision, I saw the future where they're going there, making crazy content. You know that was really funny, but it was so niche, right? About board at Yacht Club and all these projects. And so I'm a nerd, I got it. But I was like, y'all have to really branch out and start bringing community together. Um, so it really started on the consulting kind of end of things and. I'm a doer. At the end of the day, it was like, okay, bet Tony came from entertainment industry, so very easy to you know spin up an event and start getting plugged in um in the city. So yeah, that's that's really where that burst out of. And there was just like a certain inflection point where all of that work was starting to pile on top of the work that I was doing in supply chain, and so I just had to like pick where did I want my energy and intention and focus um during that time frame, and so. That point, I think twenty twenty one, I went full time into NRT community building.
1: Nice, um yeah. I actually, when you were bringing up Young and Tony, I wanted to say I do remember when I first met Young content It was like I don't know, probably early twenty twenty one, because he was really in the top shot, and I was in the top shot. And my first time seeing Tony who you guys are partners now. And I-, I wanted to bring up one of his tweets as well to talk about with you. But I think they used to do like skit videos together. Like I swear the first time I saw him was in like one of Young Content's skits. And I was like, who is this guy? And then I think they started <laughs> yeah. making like toys together or something like the digital toys. So yeah, I don't know if I have that wrong or right. For the you but- group. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, you're-, you're totally right. They were ahead of their time because like I'm a theater kid. So, when I saw them making these skits about these niche communities, I was like, y'all are funny as hell, bro, but nobody's going to get this shit. (laughs) Like, like, you know, you really got to get people on board into this. Um, But they had their digital collectibles, which was, like, their interest into their alpha group. So, in terms of, like, early utility community, like, they were doing it, but at, like, you know, a scale um, that was really, like, grassroots focus.
1: 100%. Yeah. Young's always been early to stuff, so... Yeah, he's just to making <laughs> content, everything. Okay, yeah, I wanted to bring up Tony's tweet. So how long have you guys been together? Like, it's been over a year, right? Uh, we've
3: been together like more than three years now.
1: More than two years. Because he tweeted recently saying, today marks 275 days on the road for me and Diamond Doll, producing events and activations all across the country. So when did... So, okay. Well, I guess you kind of talked a little bit about, you know, you came to them like, Hey, why aren't you doing stuff in, in your city? (laughs) Um, but when did the two of you really start kind of becoming this power couple and, you know, doing everything together?
3: I mean, instantly like the, like I met Tony over at a layover while I was in my other previous job and we really connected off the emerging tech space. And so like, that was always a goal. And then, and in terms of intention, I was seeking, like I was looking for people to build with. And so, yeah, we started, I think it was in November, December of 2020, right when things were hot and straddle putting on a bit and they were free. And like, when I knew it was something that we needed to travel with, we had someone come up from Atlanta and like South Carolina And, you know, I was like, okay, so there's a little regional action going on. There's really nothing happening in this part. It's like, we're onto something. So that's when it started. And what's crazy is, like, the people we originally started with, they tried to be like, nah, you shouldn't tour and, like, go across the country and do this shit. Like, there's no no place for that. And I'm like, so I'm pretty sure there's a place for that. So I can't recall, like, exactly. But I think what really happened was we started going to events and building community. And we found that those people in their cities didn't necessarily have the support or resources to do like consistent programming or whatever event, you know, that they, they have coming up. Like we, we really wanted to be a support system. So we would, we would pop up, we drive, fly, you know, and be hand born to make shit go or help curate, you know, speakers or curating programming, really Swiss Army knife for the community members that we were building with. So it was pretty early on, like within the, the first year we started having intention to build with people in other cities and support their events.
1: Michael, I know you got some questions.
2: Well, are you, you're a digital, you guys are digital nomads? You, you're traveling constantly? Is that... Uh... Definitely, we're home based in Charlotte. Okay, so you have a home uh, base. Got you, got you. Cool. Yeah, Yeah.
3: love it. Kids, family, all that. My family's on the East Coast. So we're home based in Charlotte, but I have roots in LA and all Mm -hmm. over. So, yeah, yeah.
2: So, what I was going to say is, what I was going to say is, normally I do a lot of research for our guests, but there's not a ton to find on you. Sometimes I can find a lot of SGPT and stuff, but so. One thing I found that's really interesting <laughs> that I need to ask you about. What is this? Uh, so the Planet Pleasure House of Sex event at Art Basel. Wow. Welcome to the future of wellness, tech, and art. At our Web3 immersive experience, you'll be transported to a world of sensuality and learn the art of sacred energy exchange. All that for 35 yeah. bucks. I am yeah. intrigued. I need to hear about this event.
3: Um, You know, for us, one gap, another gap that I saw in the space very early on, I didn't feel like there was enough opportunities for the creators in the space to showcase their art and their work and their brand. And so that's what I wanted to create. And Sacred Energy Exchange, just in the time and place we are as a culture, we're very hypersexual. I mean, we have songs on the radio called like, WAP, (laughs)
1: like
3: wild things, right? But we don't always come at it from like a very like, intentional approach, right? So I I really felt like, hey, there's an opportunity to create this space that is safe, that is inclusive, um, but that knows push the boundaries and we're exploring sex through art at the end of the day and highlighting all these artists on chain, whether they're a musician, fine artists, digital artists, in a way that's like actually memorable. In in terms of welcoming new people on the, into the community of Web3, also feel like web three is kind of exclusive by nature right so in it so it's it's a little bit hard for outsiders to feel comfortable like even in just the community if they feel like they don't know enough or they're not really quite sure who are the people behind this stuff like we wanted to create that safe space so that's really what the event is it is a little cheeky we're all grown adults it is fun we have our youth event the next day but you know, on uh, December seventh from ten p.m. to five a.m. in the heart of Winwood, come check out who are in our community and who's building because wow. they're gonna some really innovative, groundbreaking thing.
2: Is it going to be very loud or is it gonna be able to have people talk?
3: Um this this is a club setting, so it'll be a it'll little be bit loud. louder, it'll but it's
2: performative because I'm I'm yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. the I'm the I'm middle-aged. I mean, Jenny knows I'm 32 years old now, so uh, my hearing is uh starting to go a That's little Cap. bit. What?
1: You Cap. Uh, Cap. let the record know he is in his 40s. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just I just need the record to show that
2: <laughs> this is unbelievable. Okay.
1: <laughs> we did have questions last time though. Last of it we had
3: Let's talk about such clusters that like open the door to being more like vulnerable. But we have breath work and sound healing like really getting into okay. a peaceful state of mind. So yeah. Nice.
2: No, that sounds really cool. I'm I'm starting to see all these basil events. I'm getting I'm getting pumped. People are starting to talk about stuff. I am an old man. I do have I do not love clubs, I will say. I like the I like the socializing. That's my favorite. Cause if it's loud and like, I don't know, I'm not going to complain about it, but I know people love that stuff, but, uh, I know if it's going till 5. AM, it's not going to be quiet and people just relaxing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, 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 no,
2: not this time.
3: And what's the other, what's the other
2: event you said you're doing? You said you're doing, you're working with something else.
3: Yeah. The other event we're doing the next day is called another awesome day. It's, um, for teen suicide prevention. And so Mm. it's in the heart of, um, the African American, um, historic neighborhood of overton and Miami. yeah for sure and yep. so yeah we're at
2: the just south of winwood i'm very familiar yep.
3: yeah yeah right. so we'll be starting out um our community members again they're going to be showcasing their projects there are we'll do some nft um web 3 crypto wallet setup onboarding get people into this space and like a very inclusive and, and safe way
2: is that a, a family friendly event because i actually have three little kids that I, I I love bringing them down to Winwood during the day for, for that kind of stuff. It is a family friendly
3: event. Cool. So 12 p.m. Okay. Uh, to 6 p.m.
2: That might be the one. That might be better. That might work better. Cool. I, I'm looking. I'm trying to set up my schedule. I love it. I love it. Sound like yeah. you do some fun stuff, though.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm big on, like, meeting people where they're at. Different, different shows for different folks, and I do feel like there is a miss with that generation. Like, the team going up into like you know the the young adults is like I don't think they've had a proper introduction to web theory to be
2: honest. No, definitely not. Most most people have not had a proper introduction. Their introduction has been Rolling Stone articles and <laughs> CNN articles. Has been most yep. people's introduction, no doubt.
1: And um, recently, and- the Simpsons episode. It was like a whole six minute. I I only watched it yeah. on Twitter, but it was a whole six minute segment on NFTs and.
2: Right when the episode dropped, this famous Simpsons uh, parody artist, something Russo, dropped a collection called Springfield Punks, dropped them for free, 3,500 of them, and the floor price overnight went to like 0.45. It's done 1,400 ETH in volume in 24 hours. Yep. It's back down to 0.13. So like people (laughs) got wrecked on it that were buying. They woke up and were like, oh. You know, it's, it's like they're really ugly. Like, is really the bull market back? I mean, that's a bull-like thing. It's the the tide is turning. There's some cool things happening. I don't know if the yeah, bull, I mean, the super yetis aren't going to the moon, but there's cool things happening.
3: <laughs> no, I think you know, I do think that that same kind of fever energy that was two years ago. Is going to come back the same way, but I it is very clear that our politicians and regulatory officials, um, they're putting their energy into this space. So in terms of signal for prospective growth, yeah, I mean, we're at an inflection point where major agencies, major organizations really have an eye on how do we um, put some reins on this space and, and make it something that... Uh, we can really start to grow and build on scale.
1: Also, uh, Gordon Goner, one of the co-founders of Bored Ape Yacht Club, bought a zombie punk for 600 ETH, which at the current ETH price is like $1.1 $1. 1 million. And then also in addition to that, someone placed a bid on a crypto punk ape for $1,070. Wait, did I say that he bought a zombie punk? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, and, the, and then uh, someone placed a bid for a CryptoPunk eight for a thousand seventy ETH, which is two million dollars. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on CryptoPunks selling? Like, you know, the, some big money moves happening.
2: Well, a bunch of people Gordon, started buying
1: the floor ones.
2: Well, Gordon bought. Gordon made a billion. He's like a billionaire from Yuga, so I, he he can do that. He's so not I think a it's great. I mean, no. But
1: he's not a billionaire.
2: No, I know he's not a billionaire. Yuga was valued at a billion dollars at one point, probably not anymore. Probably is still a billion, but who knows? That neither here nor there. Great sales, really cool. Good for him. There was a bunch of like negative Yuga news. He had to do something to to get some positive stuff out there. <laughs> the other the other one, who knows? If it goes through, that'd be great. Maybe it's a wash trade. I don't know. It's not like it's nice to see big sales. It's always nice to see big sales. But sometimes there are they're weird stuff going on. True, but it's cool that he bought that nice punk. Good for him. That's a grail.
3: Yeah, for me, you know, in kind terms of my take, I'm big on like, what problems are we solving with blockchain? A lot of bullshit going on. Totally. Around the world. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm cool off virtue signaling. I'm cool off like flexing for cloud. Like, I want to. I would love to see like those leaders in the space that, you know, um, are, are looked up to really showcasing how blockchain can can like move the needle forward in terms of like equity and like like I said just are solving problems like that's to me when when I got into blockchain it was like oh boom like you know I've worked at Visa I like you know work in the tech industry so I'm connecting the dots and I'm like oh yeah this is like very clearly the next iteration and I feel like sometimes you get caught up in hype and like um You know, that that's kind of the disappointing thing in in this space, you know, come if you are coming into it on the more, you know, idealistic, altruistic tip versus I'm just here to make money and like join, you know, certain communities or whatnot. But hey, to each their own. I hope that that zombie punk has some value. Like, is there some
2: utility or something with that community?
3: There's no utility for
1: crypto. There is no they got to 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 get the HBO.
3: they,
2: they, got go par- they got to go to people's Party. they uh, got to go to people's party a few weeks ago that's worth a million dollars
3: oh in south carolina
1: was yep. a- it was <laughs> in south carolina <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah south carolina the razor Let's- ah, <laughs> charleston
2: baby that's funny um what <laughs> are the problems that you want to see start to be solved like i look at stuff like loyalty programs i look at stuff like ticketing uh I mean, even like political donations, I think would be awesome for the blockchain. Uh, What are some of the ones, what's in your head? What do you see that you want to, like what problems can it solve?
3: I I never came into this space on like a DeFi um, tip, but I really love learning about regenerative finance and what people are doing in that space. I think that's interesting. I also do think like I come from supply chain, so- I'm very interested in, like, how do you streamline that? Because there's a lot of, like, just, like, like, the the contract, you know, and the the wheeling and dealing. And when market shifts, right, going back and trying to negotiate the favorable in real time. And I do think, like, blockchain provides a tool that can make those things easier. So I'm really excited uh, to see those problems be solved because, like, I'm in a space, so uh, we we have a partnership, NFT CLT has a partnership with an economic zone out in North Carolina, South Carolina, called Catawba Digital Economic Zone. And they are for digital um, focused business, blockchain-based businesses to um, be e-residents there and function as legal entities. So like, that's really exciting to me is starting to see um, the problem of like small entrepreneurs and business owners, like the startup cost and all of that associated. Those starting to be solved by folks who can now like really manage whatever they're trying to do, right, through blockchain, right, and tokenizing their skill sets, their assets, and um, making that a whole like a lot more streamlined. So, um, those are some things that I'm pushing for personally. You know, like helping the planet, regenerative finance, making sure entrepreneurs and small businesses have some sort of equity uh before these kind of big businesses gobble up, you know, all of the the real estate, digital you economic know, kind of real estate, and you know, kind of favorable market conditions. I think, I think those are like the kind of the two most important things we can be looking at right now.
2: Heck yeah! Heck yeah. Okay, ready, Jenny? What do you got? You got? So I know you got a bunch of questions.
1: Oh, <laughs> okay. No, I, no, I've I'll been taking back a in.
2: little bit. The, the conversation <laughs> got interesting. I started going away, but I'll let you. I'll let you hop back. Hop back in here.
1: No, you're good. Well, I was kind of wondering, because, I mean, you've you've thrown a lot of events in all over the U.S., maybe the world. Have you thrown events around the world?
3: Not for blockchain, just U.S., okay. but I would love to get back to Asia for sure. Ooh,
1: that would be cool. Africa. Yeah, that would be cool. How would, that's that's the next. Blockchain week. Days.
2: Blockchain week Paris in April is going to be uh, popping.
3: Oh, you're going to
2: Paris i think so <laughs>
1: we, we got a very
2: interesting invite from one of our last guests jenny and i and i think
1: i'm gonna oh, think him up on it. we did yeah we had Memor- um yeah. robbie young from Animoca brands on i love paris yes paris
2: yeah let's do paris paris blockchain week i'm pretty sure i'm gonna go i uh told my wife that i Think I would go to that one? She's like, oh, I guess. Uh, you should bring
1: like
2: her. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we got we got a, the kids have school and stuff.
1: Right,
2: right, well, right. I wouldn't wanna inconvenience okay,
1: everybody.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't want to inconvenience everybody. You feel like she can stay home and watch the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bro. <laughs> okay. And um, I'll say
2: ask your mother to come uh come stay with us while I go. <laughs> Make
1: it easy. True. Alright, I'll keep uh, I'll
2: keep the family uh, politics out of it.
1: Okay, so, um, so yeah, so you've been throwing events, Web three events, all around the U.S. And I was wondering, what are some of your favorite, or maybe like one of your favorite events, uh, Web three events that you've thrown, like that's kind of really stood out to you?
3: Definitely the engagement at USC, like University of Southern California, as my alma mater. And so I'm being on helping the students directly. I was a student organization leader. And I I just understand that particular struggle of supporting, you know, other students. And so that to me was really a highlight of the work that we've been doing is going back on campus this past September. Yeah, we um, hosted our first 3 k Innovation Summit and um, really highlighted the digital transformation that had happened on like, campus yeah, so they couldn't. A hologram studio, a high-performance gaming computer center. We got a sandbox on those computers, like that. To me, is really cool getting Web three applications on tech at a major university. Like, come on, like, where who's doing that for real? Like, seriously. And so, um, for me, that's peak. But on the personal tip, like one of my favorite events was karaoke in New York. I remember. Like, we started in a small room, and that joint grew, and by then, we were, like, in one of, like, the main, like, uh, little spaces in, the, in the, the the karaoke venue, and like I said, I'm a nerd. I'm a theater kid, so to have a bunch of other nerds come pull up and sing and, like, just have fun and relax, like, that's community building, where people can feel safe to be themselves Um, in a, in a world that often makes you feel like you're other, or, or makes you feel like you have to look outside of yourself to be accepted that gives me the most joy in this space and like the blockchain aspect token app aspect is really just like a tool that we all get to use to connect um and support each other in various ways so yeah those are kind of like the two that I, I would want to highlight i mean there's so many cool things that have happened like house of sex miguel popping up like never in my wildest dreams but i thought that like we have the opportunity to create a web focused event that could bridge the gap with like a major Web2 artist uh, to help that legacy, particularly Black and Beautiful, continue to go strong and make sure that people are aware of, you know, unfortunately, Nick Davis passed, but of the art that he contributed on chain. Like the small win, real small joys really give me enough like uh, satisfaction in this space. And I'm really grateful for that that opportunity.
1: I love that. And then it's kind of a two-parter. What besides the ones you just talked about that are happening in December? What event are you looking forward to the most?
3: Yeah. So we have um, an event in April called Morgan Hacks that we're partnering with. We are supporting their new frontier education as Y3K and bringing the Web3 organization to their campus, to the actual blockchain center at Morgan State. So that's super exciting because we get to directly help college students who are very interested in the future of tech and are clearly demonstrating that they're going to put the energy and the intent into building. So I think it's our due.
2: I think she froze. Yeah, she definitely froze. No! (laughs) Why don't you just pick up, just, just talk about that activation. Just talk about, we'll start there.
3: Okay, so we'll start at Y3K Innovation Summit. It's about preparing our young adults for the future, giving them the tools and access to the community builders and Web3 to help them really understand how blockchain can be a tool to solve problems, right? And to support their own entrepreneurial aspirations, their own creative endeavors, the intersection of all of those things. Um, so we're focused on social impact, you know, emerging technologies and entrepreneurship, and explore things like how does artificial intelligence, you know, what's that? What's the role that plays, and how does that connect with blockchain and NFTs, and where does the metaverse fit into all of this? How can I leverage all of these in tandem? We break that down simply. So all of the work we've been doing over the last two years have culminated right into this college tour. USC is my alma mater. We kicked off there. Super awesome! Go check out Levy Library. You can see some of the spaces. There's podcast studios. It's open to the public. So, podcast studios, hologram machines, high performance gaming. You know,
2: e gaming, computing um, labs. That stuff's resources. open to the public at USC. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. pretty wild.
2: That's pretty wild. Um, pretty I know. I, I went to the library with my kids. the The major library in Fort Lauderdale, and like they had stuff like that. They had all these like robots you could rent out, and they had. Like machines, you can make. I'm gonna literally go there and make t-shirts. They have machines at the library where you can make t-shirts. Like that's, that's not quite that's not quite as advanced as what you were talking about at USC. But it's actually, like,
3: no, that's even better. Like that isn't double. that awesome,
2: right? And yeah. they have like they they have the the like sheet where you can like print out the thing to press the shirt. Like you bring your own shirt. I think it's there's so many resources there that people need to use. But that stuff at USC sounds incredible. Keep on going. I'm sorry to cut you off.
3: Oh, no, it's all good. I love that. So that's our real like vision of like, oh, my God, there needs to be more of this. And if we can play a part of that and bridging the gaps in like this Web3 world or, or whatnot, I mean, it really starts with changing the narrative, right? Changing yeah. the story of who the builders are in the community and what we care about, I think, is at the core of Y3K. So UCLA is our next stop. We got to support their first annual gaming summit with some really awesome folks like Jay Chains, Crypto Stash, um, who else? Honest, sticks like a lot of Web3 homies, Final Frontier, they're in the Solana space. So that was cool doing a little bit of what we did at y 3 k We have a larger activation plan for next year. Um, Shout out to Joe Wei. He's doing their digital transformation. So all that cool stuff we were talking about. He's the one who's bringing that stuff on campus um, and really transforming um, UCLA now. He did USC. We went on to the, the next biggest you know, school in LA. And, um, and then we have an, uh, an event at Morgan State, too. So supporting our historically Black colleges and universities in oh, the it's fall. With,
2: yeah, yeah well, it's, it's really fun. Our esteemed producer, Andy Sanquino is a major player in the media department at Penn State University hey penn state Woo-hoo. so i don't know there might be some synergy there
3: hey you he know, might be laughing have...
2: i might have talked him up a little tiny bit but he is he's been there for a long time and you know oh, could, cool. like, penn state's as good as it gets i don't know usc that's kind of second tier to penn wait, State. wait
3: how how far is penn state from philly uh
2: it's about four hours through windy mountains Okay. Okay. Not a fun okay. drive. But there's there's a there's an airport. There's an airport in State College. Okay. 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 Hey, we're wow, down. We're- well, I think it's actually. <laughs> I went there. <laughs> ago, I won't say. Maybe bleep that out, Andy. We won't say how long ago I went there. But it was <laughs> a while. I think they built a new road because it was really bad in the past. I think they built. I a new ask- road so
3: we've been asked to come yeah. to Philadelphia. There's some mm-hmm. studies and I, you know, would love to maybe make something happen out that way. Yeah. My dad's originally from PA. Yeah. Spent time yeah. in Philly. So I got some love out there. That's we what's love yeah. Andy yeah. and I are
2: both, Andy and I are both from Northeast Philly. He's still in Philly now. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Th- there could be some synergy there. He's in the education. I mean, you yeah, know, he's in the the university world and who knows.
3: Definitely. Andy Let's make it happen.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: So he might
3: have to,
2: or he might have to bleep that whole thing out if he doesn't want people knowing where he works. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, not 100% that?
0: sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm not I actually.
2: Maybe can... we could just bleep just the school if we need to. There's
1: a lot of like editing time. I yeah, know. I'm like, because the thing is, we don't re listen to the episodes after he, or at least I don't, after he edits. So I don't even know what makes like sometimes get i out, do you know?
2: sometimes i do i'll listen back i used to listen to everyone but i've stopped listening to everyone but when i do listen i'll definitely hear him like chop me up sometimes like if i say <laughs> something stupid does I'll
1: he make like, me sound good does he chop me up ah you don't need any help jenny you don't need any help That's all my likes and ums <sighs> <laughs> probably oh yeah we
2: used to get made fun of for that remember we used to like people would call us out on the things we would say and over again <laughs>
3: No, you guys are great. You have great content, great conversation. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, it's a lovely, lovely podcast.
2: I feel like we've gotten a lot better over the years. We've talked about it. We uh we have a we have a lot of fun and, and I think our guests have fun. We try and try yeah, and foster I think it's, that. It's better, actually
3: better. maybe you guys, I'll I'll put the invitation out for mm. you to join Y3K because we did live podcasting recording of uh, one of our partner communities, Ooh, the really? barbershop. They had Scott Page come in, some of our more VIP guests. Um uh and chat it up so that would be really dope at potentially penn state activation or
1: (laughs) cooking up something live here folks
2: (laughs) yes no no i i i could see something really i i love doing stuff like that i could definitely see that'd be cool cool stuff yeah for sure
1: we've never I mean, done our, something... our prices
2: are really high i'm just gonna let you know off the bat <laughs> sure. like our price is really really high you might be a little sticker shock but we bring the numbers when it comes to the people we'll, so
1: we'll give you the uh, the friend special
3: yeah. yeah listen we deal with some of those celebrities in this space. Oh, holy trust God. me i know i know the price is high so uh, it's if you'd not, like to sponsor y3k really innovation right, summit right. we'd love to bring an Etsy catcher out <laughs>
1: Let's go. Let's go. I actually had a question about events. What goes into throwing a great event? Because you've thrown a lot of events and you know a lot of things. You know, what are, what are some of the do's and don'ts that you've learned?
3: Man, the first is simple. Everything is energy. So you really don't need a big budget. You don't have to have all your ducks in a row, but you do have to set the vibe. You have to make sure like when you're going in with the event, like that you're very clear on the intention, right? Who are you trying to help? How are you trying to help them, right? For me, I like that individual connection. So I know I want to be very personal. I want someone walking away, feeling charged up and not depleted of energy. So that's like off that. And then from there you build, it's like, okay, be intentional about the community. Some communities straight up don't align. You don't always have to chase. Attract the communities that are aligned with the intention that you set out. And be vulnerable enough to build with them, and be honest, you know, about like learning each other and how to work well with each other, and then from there, bomb music. That's the thing. Like bomb like, music, you need the you need go. the fucking vibes, <laughs> the sound, the frequency. Like I'm big. I'm a dance. I'm a singer. I'm a theater kid at heart. So like. I need the I need it rocking like I need it uh, and I love all sorts of genres so I just want to see the crowd How like it just has to it has to feel good at the end of the day.
1: How do you know what music to pick like the you know what vibes going to fit with the different crowds and the different events that you're throwing? I mean It's like psychedelic set and setting, like, you know,
3: a museum event I throw, you know, if I know if it's going to be a panel, I want like chill music that allows people to talk. Like sometimes if, if, if the intention is to be a networking event, why would I have music blasting where nobody can hear each other and they can't talk, you know, right? So little details like that is sometimes overlooked if you don't know what's the purpose of everyone gathering here. So you know, I like a little Karuga band, like, you know, something like jazz, lo-fi hip-hop or something. That That's my style. That's my vibe. Versus, like, if I'm throwing a party banger, like, at battle Man, we, we're looking for the best DJs. G- 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 I mean, if, if anyone, like, this, we're trying to pack it out. We're trying to have people sweat, walk out, like, where did <laughs> I just come from? <laughs> trying to
1: have people sweat. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So that's funny. Michael, you ready to sweat at the the Miami party? You're gonna get yeah. Go to?
3: No, I'm, I'm I'm in not the gonna, VIP area.
2: I'm in the, v, I'm in the VIP area the, It's quiet in there. There's air conditioning. You can smoke weed. It's really it's nice. Warm. I'm excited for it's, that. You can have a conversation
1: with the yeah. The exactly. Speak and, to you know.
2: people, right? Yeah, with the models.
1: With <laughs> the
3: models. Wow, don't get him in trouble. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay. hey, 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 no trouble. We have it's, some speak- really awesome performers.
2: Is there a red carpet for me? I just want to make sure I know what I'm getting into here. There could
0: be, maybe a red carpet. I don't know. I we mean, like, like, like paparazzi. I just
2: want to make sure because, because I dress up like Jen knows. I really dress up real fancy. So to like, the nines. <laughs> student
1: <laughs> all, student tux. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't
3: everyone paparazzi these days pulling out their phones? I would it's say true. Please I please know when they it. see
2: me, I know it's like I can't <laughs> People, please. Please. Please
3: um no i don't know we try to be a little more unique not not do like the same role um but it will be a very when you walk into the the venue that is your time to spread there will be a photo op definitely nice, oh nice.
2: we like a nice photo op we love have photo op and i uh, yeah. i noticed uh you you're you have a uh free claim polygon nft right now right for the party Nice, i
3: yep. do for the community so it's right. free right now okay yeah yeah, because, yeah yeah our last members if you attended our last event or if you're at nftla scoop it up you got the email to claim one um uh. and it's open yeah so but you know we're equal access um but yeah. at a certain point you know it's gonna be a paid membership so i'm gonna advise to get it now get a discount on a ticket discount on vip yeah all that good stuff more yep. I saw to, you
2: know. I want to I want to talk about real quick about Polygon if you don't mind cuz I actually I really yeah. love Polygon. But I like so for the free claim, how did you do the mechanism for the free claim? Did they have to claim it on Polygon and have that little bit of Matic? You do have to have some right. Matic. Yep. Um
3: I actually use OpenSea Studio. So, I have a lot of platforms like OpenSea wasn't the first like the intended um, platform for the NFT. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. initially. I've gone through a lot of different partners and trying to find the right one. And when I saw that they had created that, I really wanted to use it as opportunity. At the end of the day, OpenSea is the largest, you know, secondary marketplace. So it only makes sense to start there. And they've been doing a lot of cross-chains. So with creating a polygon, um, NFT is very easy on their studio now. So they don't sponsor me. I don't get any placement. But if you would like yes. to sponsor future events, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we we are, you know, I did want the champion. Um, and, and try you know use the product yeah. so it was, it was very pretty pretty seamless honestly you know you click the chain but i've definitely run into that problem with onboarding it's like right. if i use a, if i want an onboarding tool i will use um we are partnered with the platform called CrowdClass around portugal so they also do polygon nfts but it's completely free you don't have to have any matic so it has a wallet and you uh, still get that, it
2: in your wallet right yeah. is it a custodial is it a custodial wallet
3: yeah, so you can connect yep.
2: your wallet or they'll create one. Or they'll create one for you. Cool, yeah. that's Because uh, that's, like I was saying, I love Polygon, but right now it's tough for the non-custodial wallets because like bridging, I mean, so having it for free, you're doing it right because if you give somebody a free ETH NFT, they still got to pay 20 bucks for it. It's not a free NFT, it's 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we throw around the gas money like it's nothing, but it's the truth. <laughs> um, I have yeah. thought about that a lot. Like Everyone that does a free NFT like, it's kind of silly that people are paying $20 for it. You might as well yeah. even make $1 dollars well, like, for like, that. Like,
1: when the meta was like, free, just pay shipping. Like, you know, companies that <laughs> always do that. And it's like, well, it's not really free because you have to pay shipping. But shipping you
2: know, and know. handling, right.
3: And like, handling. So that's what I mean, you know, in terms of being intentional and successful with this onboarding, yeah. and this just like Web3 game. Little things like that. For me, my target audience is Web3. And if you're new to Web3, it'll force you to go through the process of getting a little something exchanging you know if you care enough
2: yep no i know some people that have done really successful launches on polygon non-custodial uh and they've they've been very uh particular about the like the onboarding process and linking everybody to those faucets that'll give you a little bit of matic and things like that and like if you have that process down it's a little bit daunting for people, but they feel accomplished when they get through it. Like I've seen, yeah. I've seen groups onboard like hundreds of people that way, um, and yeah. you can do that for sure. Uh, I mean, Polygon's crushing it with the with the custodial wallets right now. Like all like the DraftKings and and all that stuff. That <laughs> the Starbucks is doing really well over there, but uh, yeah. they're gonna. It, it's a great it's a great solution. They will get the non custodial stuff down, but right now, like you said, it is a little bit. I just wanted to ask you kind of theory and thought on that you went there just to make sure that the people were getting it for free basically is that the basically
3: Mm yep um and yeah i do to into to to your point about like future adoption when i think Mm -hmm. about mass adoption polygon is certainly in the conversation
2: right right well that's what i think like i you can't really scale big time on eth it'll screw everything up the gas will if if Whenever there's pumps, the gas will get too crazy. We were paying $100 in gas like it was nothing all the time. That's not so. And like, I think Holly that's why got, a lot
3: of people couldn't relate, you know? And right, why yeah. probably a lot of people didn't get in space.
2: Yeah. I had people shut down. Like I was yeah. like showing my friends, like I was trying to buy NFTs and like I wouldn't get it and I would lose the gas and they'd be like, you lost the gas. I'd be like, yeah, but if I got it, I would have made like $5,000. So it's like worth <laughs> like the chance. You know what I mean? Like the people yeah. just don't get it. It was, it was crazy back then. But, I've always thought that, like, yeah, you can't really do it on, ETH isn't made for that. ETH is not made to do microtransactions. Yeah.
3: Not. And I think, you know, I know, like, Cosmos and Avalanche are growing, and I think they have great, like, uh, scalable applications for, like, mm-hmm. real business organization. Mm-hmm. but in terms of just, like, membership, like, Polygon is a really great fit for the type of utility and use case yeah. we're, we're talking
2: about. Polygon's there right now. All the big players are choosing them. You know, it's just kind of, it's just, it's, it's like there are other ones that are doing different things. I know Aptos is doing some different things. Like I'm trying Fair. to look at that or whatever, but like Polygon just seems to be winning at this point.
3: And you got to see who's winning with the government. That's one thing I learned at yeah. my previous, you know, employment. like at the end of the day, in this economics where we're living, right? Like, who has good relationships and good standing and really know how to speak to the politicians and decision makers for regulating mm-hmm. this space, they're going to win.
2: I just saw this. I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm going into my text message. Somebody sent this to me. Uh U.S. Treasury official says President Biden's administration wants new powers from Congress to crack down on crypto. Yeah. So fun, right? That'll be mm-hmm. good i think crack, it's too
3: why odd do you, to make a call on
2: that wait what do you mean like why are you gonna crack down on it it's not heroin you know what i mean like, that's what he's used to he's used to right, like, we have crack, can we gotta, you can regulate it cool like you'll crack down on it like yeah that's
1: just hard like yeah it, it's real nefarious you know but. i know
2: come on <laughs> is that
1: just like i don't know like it makes it sound like we're doing something bad over here. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. like,
3: you're, you're making it hard yeah. on me when I go back for Thanksgiving dinner. Cause they're right. all going to take, I fucking, you know, like- why don't we,
2: why don't we crack down on inter international corruption and, and money? Uh, like, you know, why don't we crack down on something? Make on that. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, And that's what I mean, changing the narrative to circle back to plug like the game, the stuff that we're doing is like that. They do that intentionally to immediately. You're my when you say crack down, you're like,
2: crack down. It must be really bad. Yeah, I better get, I'll sell, sell all of it. You know, (laughs) right. Exactly. That's what they want. I mean, I don't know. I don't
3: know. I just know. Uh, there's some election season coming up, right? And I know. Yeah. Christmas oh, it's to be gonna a hot be hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna
2: be a nice, cordial election season in this country. We're all gonna take it calm and easy, and everybody's gonna work together and have a nice, fair election. Everyone will be happy with the outcome. It's gonna be nice and smooth.
3: Yeah, very kosher with mm-hmm. wars going on. No, I'm actually really terrified for the future, but I hope everyone makes it out alive. You know.
1: <laughs> I
2: hope so.
3: Okay,
1: pivoting here for <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Thank, Thank, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um h- who are some of your favorite NFT artists? Mm, my
3: favorite NFT artist. Um, I was actually just talking about Jaden Violet. He's a weapon musician. He is what one you- of my
1: favorite. Yeah, do you know UPR? No, but I want I'm like wanting to look them up right now.
3: Yeah. What is their underground- Twitter? Jaden J A D Y N. Violin, I think.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vi- Jaden Violet. yes
3: He is one of my favorites because he's like, he captures the essence of to me the future of the space. Like, as a musician, he's using the chain to, you know, publish his music, get it out there, create a community. He's actually present, hosting Twitter spaces constantly, you know, 24 hour joints. He created his own NFT art, you know, after working in this space, but he is finally launched a token membership, does the IRL event, like that is the future of like a musician and like the potential of artists to use blockchain in a way that um supports them and their dreams and their, their talents. So like he is definitely um up there for me. Yeah. So
2: I just all followed
3: right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he's actually hosting a party too at art basil um hey uh, he's doing a rave. yeah right before
2: ours so head over there well, uh, Damn, there's a lock art basil is always so crazy and this year sounds like there's a lot going on there's gonna be a lot happening pump for that pump for that
1: i know michael you're gonna have to report on you're gonna have to go to all the parties and then we're gonna have to all make all the parties uh, a recap miami mm. art basil recap and you're going to have to just say everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, you'll have to go to Diamond's event and report back on that, too. So. I, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going Wait, to. Jenny, you're okay. not coming to Babel? I don't think so, cause I mean, this is. A, she's a gone on thing, like a, but... She's gone on another yeah. vacation. Jenny's been. She's around. been gallivanting
2: around the planet like every week. <laughs> I don't have a co-host on Sunday nights anymore. This is pretty <laughs> awful. I mean, every week is, a, is it's, a, right now. it's a different Caribbean island. I'm like, what is <laughs> no, happening, uh,
3: Michael? It's called digital
1: nomad life.
2: I digital know. Nomad life, <laughs> we'll exactly. see when I travel. I've I've recorded from about four or five countries i know
1: i tell michael we don't have to record he's like no don't worry about it like and it'll be like 4 a.m in like i I don't know some random country and he's like i'm committed i'm like why do you do this (laughs) oh that's dope so i guess i'm not as committed as michael but (laughs) Mm. (laughs) you guys have
3: been putting in the work how many episodes you're like on more than 100
2: yeah like 185 ish yeah Um, yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get to 200 around the end of the year we're pumped
1: awesome thanks for that 200 mark um michael do you have any more questions before we go into gas wars before we go into gas wars well my last question was actually going to be to ask
2: about artists like you just did you stole the question (laughs) like i always ask at the end of every episode But uh
1: <laughs> you don't <laughs> always ask that one. No, I I mean don't. I used to I used times.
2: to always I used to always ask yeah, it. I don't I ask it every to. time anyone that's no, fine, it's fine. Uh let's see. I I don't have one off the top of my head because <laughs> okay. that was gonna that was gonna be the one I had. Let's, let's do well, gas. We got wars. Ten, we got wars. 10
1: questions to ask Diamond now. So yeah, yeah. um but, yeah, so okay. we're gonna go into Gas Wars where we each ask five rapid fire questions. If you want to like go into stories, you know, with the questions you can, um, or you can keep it short, but yeah, five questions okay. each that may or may not have to do with the NFT space. So it, okay. let's get this started. It's like trivia? I'm going to test my NFT knowledge. No, no, it's not NFT questions, okay. really. My, <laughs> not a minor NFT question. So oh, no. just...
2: you'll, you'll see. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. It's
1: All fun. right. My first question is, what is your favorite TV show? 30 Rock. 30 Rock. Damn, she that was that quick. quick. <laughs> that was so quick.
2: All right, where was the first one? What's the best gift you ever received?
3: Best gift I ever received. Tony bought me a really nice dress for my birthday one year. I told him I had never had like a, a designer piece or whatnot, but he got me one. And Ooh, yeah,
1: uh, bougie, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like
3: really am not though. I'm like a thrift shopper, I'm like real chill. I like, came from Virginia, like super humble with the shit. So. It was like,
1: you know, my big girl dress. Were you scared to wear it and get a stain on it? Oh, my God. Yeah. And I That's like how that. I feel whenever I have something semi nice. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wear this. I'm going to stain it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just trying to get the money's worth and wear it, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get that utility. Get utility. Uh, uh, okay. Favorite. Er, no, not favorite. What is one of your hobbies that you have? Karaoke. Karaoke. <laughs> Yes.
2: What is your favorite uh festival or conference you've ever attended?
3: You know, I'll just I'll shout out conference, I go on the tip. I use the opportunity to call out uh National Society of Black Engineers, NESB. That little conference basically I went to in college. Um with dope is like I got my internships on the spot, like so much professional career development. So much good vibes, and they're really exemplary in terms of how they organize so the largest student organization
1: um, globally. So, yeah, shout out
3: to Nesby Conferences.
1: What is the most unique food you've eaten? Oh my god! When I work,
3: when I was working in China, they would get me like they would. I would have pigs' blood, like gil- gelatinous. That it was like oh, in a hell no. that was wild.
1: Um. I've had donkey, like Donkey. Mm. What I've never heard of anybody say they had donkey before. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wait,
0: what yeah. did it? T- what did
1: it taste like? They always it was some bomb sauce on it. I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie. Like <laughs> I, don't even- I don't even oh my god, and I had them chicken,
3: oh like they have chicken feet like in China too, just oh, straight up. What the Yes. Like the claw, oh, yes, I have a picture. Yeah.
1: That I just know the way that it looks like. At least with the other meat, like the donkey, like probably just looks like regular meat. The <laughs> actual chicken legs, that's wild.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That is wild. That other China.
2: <laughs> nice. Uh What is the best city you've ever lived in? Mm. San Diego. Let's go.
3: Diego.
2: Mm. How do you like
3: San Diego, Jenny? You just came back.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, we were we we tried to meet up, but it just didn't end up working out. (laughs) But yeah, um, San Diego's beautiful. I mean, anywhere where the weather is, you know, it's like sunny, but there's a cool breeze. Like I just love it. So yeah, San Diego's nice. What is the first NFT you ever owned? Ethergal. Ethergal. You remember? No, I oh do one. Check oh, my I God. don't remember, remember nice. that. One. That's one I don't
2: remember, and I usually <laughs> I know the weird.
3: <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember yeah. that one. Oh man, they were so cute. She had a third eye glasses on, and she looked like she came from the galaxy, like a little. Babe, and she was—they—they were definitely slandering Ether Gals as one of those like early projects that was a rug. Like when that whole thirty-minute like YouTube video came out, like they were putting that picture up. And of my life, like, damn, that hurt. Like I bought one of
2: those, Mm
1: -hmm. but
3: it's still cute, and I use it as my telegram (laughs) PFP.
2: Very nice. What is a subject that you wish you knew more about? Oh, I
3: wish i knew more about like herbology like it's something that i know really that like knowledge of plants is very useful for like survival and just you know being at the optimal health and so i have a ton of books but i haven't like really studied it you know it's one of those things like oh i have a sore throat what's happening
1: <laughs> you know
2: Yep. herbology i like it.
1: natural remedies Natural, yeah. All right. My last question is what is a simple life hack that everyone can benefit from? Breathing. Breathing. Breathing proper is.
3: breathing techniques. Yeah. Breath work. Well, simple, what are some life
1: proper breath techniques? Yoga first, breath. It, yeah. I do yoga, yoga, I do yoga,
2: yoga every day. I do yoga every single day. I could I What's I, your favorite? You do a little left right Nashville? No, we basically they call it ujjayi breath, uh, right. where you just basically like deep breath in, you feel it in the back of your throat. and Like deep breath in, deep breath in, and just keep that breath going through the whole class with your movements. They just, yeah. I think the word yoga means breath, technically. Uh huh. Like in they Sanskrit say, it's the most important. Right,
3: mm-hmm. it's really the yeah. most important. So square breath is one. You know, they use to treat PTSD, and it just is regulating your breath to be um, consistent with your intake, mm. your holding, your outtake, and holding at the end. And then your posture. This is a this is pro tip for breath work. But when you are very intentional about breathing and you're meditating, you want to squeeze your pelvis. You want to basically contract that bottom lower area and pull up that spine so you're getting to use the fullness of your lung.
2: Nice. I love that. So- the yoga teachers do say that. Go ahead, Say
1: What I was going to say, When you breathe in, is your stomach going in and then you breathe out, your stomach goes out or is it the other way around?
3: So you're talking about like the diaphragm, whether that should go in and out. Honestly, there are exercises that are like training both, like breath of fire where you're like constantly exhaling versus like, um, I mean, yeah, breath of fire versus breath of glow where it's like in and out, like there's a pumping to it. So um, you're doing like the contracting as well as you know, it's like forcing it out. So, um honestly both. But the proper way, I think the most important key is breathing through your, your nose because mouth breathing kind of breathes like bacteria. Like your nose your nose is really where you cleanse the and the breath and then exhale out.
1: Okay. So breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth. Well, wow. yeah. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, last
2: question, final question. What is the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Well, uh, definitely not stage for a podcast. But um,
3: no. What is the most spontaneous thing? I probably moved to Charlotte from San Diego. Um, mm. yeah, that was very spontaneous, but it was intentional and with the intention of building my business and a TCL team and doing this work in the cities that are overlooked that, you know, where um, really we should have the opportunity and access to these resources that we
2: have to. The CLT until you just said that I thought it meant culture, but it's Charlotte.
3: You know, I love that. Cause someone the other day told me they thought it meant cult. So culture oh. is so much better than cult. Yeah,
2: definitely.
1: <laughs> Wasn't well, cult kind of like. Culture? Yeah. It's kind of like it's a
2: derivative of it. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah,
3: yeah. i have definitely. I'm definitely. I think NFTs, blockchain. We may be a little bit of a
1: culture. <laughs> definitely yeah. the first in line for sure. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm like. I think the outsiders think this is a cult for sure. Yeah, yeah no.
2: I mean. yeah. Like the pudgy penguins, yeah. Outsiders like, okay, you're not a cult, right? You know. <laughs> Basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So all amazing. right well <laughs> so yeah fun. sweet we did it uh thank you diamond for joining this was a lot of fun always yeah. appreciate you and um hopefully i'll get to see you soon i mean i guess michael will see you soon but hopefully i get to see you soon our basil, <laughs> our basil yeah and
2: I, sure. I saw you i saw you we followed each other the other day so i'll definitely uh connect leading up i don't bother you i know you'll be very busy but i don't you don't have to give me a VIP i was just joking I'll definitely try No, you got
3: that, one. Uh, oh, okay. No, well, then I will let's...
2: take it. Then I will. You, and take your it.
3: wife, Yeah. at yeah. well, Yara? I don't
2: know if we do all that. We, uh, we're not usually out.
1: <laughs>
2: babysitters <laughs> and down in Miami, you know, so we'll see.
3: But, it's a thing. But yeah, yeah. we got you. And uh, I really appreciate you guys for inviting me on this podcast. A lot of fun. This is really awesome what you guys are doing and creating a uh, really impactful conversation in the community
1: you so nice sweet all right well with that said thank you all for tuning into this episode of the nft catcher podcast and we will catch you in the next one peace
0: Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.